Hey, it's me. It's Coach Bolton here. And you're listening to my personal favorite uh, podcast. That's right. The Catherine and Catherine podcast. Let's go team. should go home with a different energy i think we should be super chill (laughs) it's 2022 shit's coming (laughs) down we're gonna be our most zen selves Mm -hmm. we're using a collective breath oh my god it's too true okay everybody breathe breathe in for three one two three breathe out for five one two three Four, five. <laughs> oh, Welcome to this beautiful. safe space. I feel safe. I feel safe. You're safe here. You're welcome here. <laughs> Don't it's look Catherine behind you. Catherine Heigl's behind you. You're never safe from Catherine Heigl. You're never safe. She's everywhere, but that's okay. Many things are everywhere. <laughs> Spores. Oxygen water most of the time we're giving you inspirational quotes this this year such as mm. everything is everywhere <laughs> you know what i mean you know namaste <laughs> namaste bitches breathe lots of love in breathe lots of love out <laughs> get rid of all the love in your system <laughs> breathe <it out. laughs> harbor resentment <laughs> it is the month it's of love eliza yeah. Are you is. excited? Are you excited for rom coms and love and 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 and, and everything? Because everything's everywhere all the time, always. <laughs> everything's everywhere, man. All the time, always. You can't and Valentine's and 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 pink things oh, and chocolate. Yeah, shit. And... I didn't even realize February Valentine's Day. Why did but you think together. we were doing rom coms, Eliza? I just thought we liked Catherine Heigl. Like I don't Catherine even particularly Heigl. like Catherine. I've like gotten zero beef with I Catherine really Heigl. Don't, but... I don't care. I don't think about her ever. No, not at all. Does Catherine Heigl have Instagram? What's she doing with her life nowadays? We need to find out. I feel like Catherine Heigl, I'm going to guess right now. I'm putting money on this. Catherine Heigl's Instagram is going to feature her in a hat that is a choice. <laughs> it's going to feature her um floating uh in a country with a caption that is vaguely xenophobic um it's going to feature her and a white man and that's those are my three predictions there's classic a baby classic and then there's this photo of her where she's leaning up against a wall in a suede jacket looks like a bar looking oh, to the wow. future she looks like a barn says, uh, no she doesn't look like a barn she's leaning up against what she looks, looks like a barn barn-esque <laughs> and uh you know what you were wrong about the caption 
It's, I'm on the cover of Media Planet's transplant and donations campaign, sharing my experience with the power of organ donation and how my brother's tragedy gave five others a second chance at life. Learn more by picking up a copy. How to become a organ donor and let your loved ones know your wishes. I have two things. Get it, Catherine Heigl. Thing number one, you said organ owner and that made me really happy. <laughs> Number two, this is the second time I have been proven wrong by being diminutive towards women, and it turns out they were actually talking about organ donation. Yeah. Like Natasha. What was the other time? I feel like I've told you this. I was just like, yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) Wait, no. The high street in Deb did. There were a bunch of these, like, Essex girls in a cluster, like, all, like, um, oh, I friend. do know this story. Um, and they were all like, "It's Tasha. You're so selfish. I can't believe you're doing that. Don't be so selfish. You're mad." And I was like, "Oh, what did a Natasha do, man? Natasha, why are you being selfish? Probably shifted Gareth or something, sh- right? Who'd you ask to the the school disco?" And yeah. they were like, I can't believe you won't donate your organs. Some child Amazing. could use your liver. And I was like, what? They weren't wrong. You know? <laughs> Natasha. Yeah. You are yeah, being also, selfish. Natasha, you, you should be an organ donor. You're not going to be using them. This is the thing that I don't understand. Hey, so last year we told you to like, say the word clitoris more. This year we're Examine your to prostate. an organ donor. Oh, yeah. That one too. But also, Soapbox. you're not going to be using them. You won't know your organs have been taken now i'm not saying that i condone like organ harvesting i'm not saying we should go about and do that. i condone however, it however there would be i'm saying that harvesting if more people were organ donors yeah but then the plot Bring of riverdale would be a miss because we wrong. need more organ farms in chad michael marie cult situations that's my campaign for 2022 2023 what year is it would become a (laughs) time doesn't exist we already established this um but i tell you what does exist my name (laughs) i'm Alexa. my name doesn't exist and i'm (laughs) and this is kathin and kathin heigl a podcast where we take a deep dive into the cinematic masterpiece the formative years of one of our nation's greatest heroes. Catherine. She's Patrick neither of our Dempsey. nations. Fuck. <laughs> and also, Patrick Dempsey's not in this movie. How dare you slander okay, James Marsden like I that? I always get. I James always think Patrick Dempsey is in this Marsden. movie. <laughs> I love James Marsden, but I always think he's not in this enough. Movie. You clearly do not love James Marsden. You're I'm sorry. There. Okay, I love James Marsden, and him and Patrick Dempsey are not interchangeable to me. No. But they are interchangeable in rom-coms. No, because Patrick Dempsey usually gets the girl. And this is the only movie in which James Morrison gets the girl. James Morrison never gets the girl. James Morrison never finds love. James Morrison, I'm right here. (laughs) That's why you've been looking in all the wrong places. Patrick Dempsey takes James Morrison's love. It's true. And the greatest movie uh, ever made. Of them all. But we're not talking about the greatest movie of them all today. We're talking about 27 Dresses. How many? Yeah. Not 26, not 28. Although it would be 28 by the end because of the movie. Because technically, spoilers. Because, mm-hmm. Do you think well, she only owns bridesmaid dresses? Do you think she she owns other dresses? She wears yeah, other she dresses. Yeah, she wears other dresses. Movie. So she yeah, has more than 27 dresses. So this title is misleading. Mm-hmm. 
an yeah. evil. Don't let her fool you at all. Um, can you remember? You've seen this movie, yes? Yes. Can you remember the char- the main character's name? This is the Kate. first part of my quiz. Nope. Something like that. Megan? Similar. Mm, no. Mm. Think Tarzan. Jane. Correct. White bitches' names. <laughs> You're either going to go for Jane or Tarzan. Can you remember the love interest's name? James Morrison's name? James. No. Fuck. We need to talk about him. Bruno? <laughs> no. I mean, of course, it's a great song. I said we need to talk about, not we don't talk about. Oh. We need to talk about... Jerry Seinfeld. No. We need to talk about... Kyle. I'm giving a phone. It's Kevin. <laughs> it's obviously Kevin. Uh, can you remember how this movie starts? She's running. <laughs> No, but that is a good guess, because that would happen. Basically, this movie starts <laughs> with a flashback, and there's a Aww. little girl at a Oh, wedding, I do remember this. Yes. And it's kind it's of one of those, that's me Yeah. Moments. She saves. She saves the day. Yeah, she does. She saves yeah. the day, because it's her cousin's wedding, and it's her, her sister, and her dad's first time at a big family event since her mom died. And she takes her little Dad. sister to the bathroom. Do it. Mom... Thank you. You've got to Dead. What you start, Lena. Ah. <laughs> you got to follow through. Um, and the bride is all stressed out because she's torn her dress somehow. Jane does this little speech about, like, Picasso found his calling at age five. Mozart found his uh, calling at age two. I was eight when I found my calling. <laughs> Which, incidentally, she does not do for a living. But it's one of the appropriate jobs that that women can wedding have in rom coms is wedding yeah, planner. But yeah, she's not a wedding planner, and she's not a professional bridesmaid. She just helps out with a lot of people's weddings. But yeah, she how nice would day. it be to have found your calling at eight? I'm 25. I'm looking for it. <laughs> I'm searching. I mean, not to brag, but at age eight, I wanted to be a ballerina, and I'm not a ballerina, but I teach people ballet, so like. But I do teach chair yoga to 40 plus. <laughs> uh, try 60 plus. Oh! Eat that, oh. <laughs> But you never thought we'd be having tea with Doris. 90 Doris. this year. Hey, Doris is the real it, MVP. Doris. We love oh, Doris. She's great. Um, but anyway, then we get a really good moment. We get our first montage of the evening it's pretty good it's the first of many montages and it's basically she's going between two weddings and she just is like getting in the cab and the cab driver's name is ziggy and she's like i'll give you 300 dollars for the night if you don't turn around (laughs) otherwise i deduct it bless you and your soul um thank you you're welcome uh and yeah obviously he looks so she deducts money and meanwhile james marston is like watching her being like what's going on why are you checking your watch for you sweet little Catherine heigl and then it's the bouquet moment and somebody tosses the bouquet and Catherine heigl gets knocked to the floor in a vicious attack bless you ah. again and your soul ah. 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 nice <laughs> the base and uh 
he then she like comes to and she blinks and you just see James Marsden's face come into focus. That's what I see whenever I pass out and come to. (laughs) That's what everyone sees when they come to. And he's pretending to be a doctor and he gets everyone to go away and he's like, sorry, I was just getting Tweedled D and Tweedled drunk to get out of your face. Okay, do you know your name? And she goes, Jane. He goes, Jane, I'm Kevin. And I was like, well played, sir. Well done. Well Well done. Men, if you're out there, wait zero seconds when she comes to consciousness to hit on her. Wait zero seconds. Do not wait. I mean, the nice thing was, it doesn't come across as like a true I'm hitting on you. It comes but it's across like a, as more of a The options hello. there. Yeah. Mm. I'm James Morrison, the options mm. are always there. <laughs> um but we're nine minutes in and we've only just Tough hit pluck. because uh, basically he's like, Why are you going to two weddings in one night? What the fuck's up with that? And she's like, I love weddings and he's like, I hate weddings and she's like, You're a cynical little dude and he's like, It's the only still legal form of slavery and she's like <laughs> i disagree that's fucked up and also not true yeah. i hate wed. Um, i don't hate weddings i hate i also agree that marriage is problematic but i would never use those words to describe no. it no. and neither should you no uh anyway ziggy only gets 140 dollars because he's like behind him a lot but he also helps her figure out which were the right shoes for her outfit so you know what we love ziggy uh, <laughs> look at women inappropriately while they're changing even when they tell you not to but only fine. if you help but only if you know how to color match that's the ticket uh we got another really good cynical lines from james marston when he says love is patient love is kind love means slowly losing your mind oh rap career bars Barsden, James Barsden on the track. Oh, oh, we're doing well. We're not rusty Ooh. at all. Not even Ooh. a little bit. Do you feel not zen? Even a lot. You still feel zen? Um, three breaths in. So we're about to get to the bit that gets a bit problematic. <laughs> oh no, our oh, no. table. Is broken. Um, <laughs> so basically, she leaves, and she leaves her file of facts in the car. And James Marsden's going to go give it back, but instead he looks through it and sees that she's got even more weddings coming up and has been to a load more weddings before. So he goes to his boss at the newspaper and says, "This is my ticket out of the Taffeta Ghetto." I'm going to write a featured article on this woman who goes to too many weddings and is in too many weddings. And then that way I won't have to write about weddings anymore. Okay. Wait, I have a series of questions. Rapid fire questions, Eliza. Go. A, is this docking? Uh, just wait. <laughs> Later, yes. B, is this a real career? Uh, look that up. You do get wedding announcements in papers, but as far as I can see, you don't really get like this is what happened at the wedding. Is a wedding reviewer a real job? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, no. see, why does writing about a woman that goes to a lot of weddings translate to a ticket <laughs> out of your career? <laughs> to the big leagues remember the line it was a ticket out of the taffeta ghetto i'd rather forget it thank you i i appreciate i appreciate 
you, but I'd rather forget it. Uh, yeah, so, um, basically, the theory, or his logic, is by writing about this woman, it would be a featured article, and not just a little article in the announcement section of the paper. Um, so, so is he writing wedding announcements, or is he writing wedding no, reviews? No, he writes, like, wedding reviews. He, like, goes to the wedding and writes about the couple and everything. What a And the thing is, job. he writes under person. a pen name, and the pen name that he uses is, like, Malcolm something, but Catherine Heigl's character loves his wedding reviews because she loves weddings, and he writes about them so well. And Who? so that's the... Uh, like, On their happiest day, assuming that a wedding is a person's happiest day, wants a critic there. You've already got your family. Yeah, you know Aunt Marie is going to say some shit, man. Who on their day of love and matrimony is like, you know what? I wish we had someone here professionally judging us. Well, the thing is, he's professionally so good at writing these reviews and he writes so beautifully that apparently loads of the brides would fuck him. So, and want to fuck him. So that's why they want him at their wedding. One more question while I derail us, but I think it's still important. Oh, yeah, no, it's fair. How do they invite him if he's using a pen name? So they get in touch with the paper and they say that they want Malcolm McDonald to review their wedding. But, like, he's picky. And so loads of people... Only takes the hot brides. "Mm," And loads of people really want him to. But he only choose So, like, it's, like, a big deal to get Malcolm to come and review your wedding. He's like the Ratatouille reviewer of weddings. I had a dream about the Ratatouille reviewer the other day. What sort of a dream? I don't remember the details, but I remember waking up and telling Era that I had a dream about the Ratatouille reviewer. And it was a good dream. Like, it was a Did positive Did you dream in cartoon? Or was it, like, live action? No, it was, like, a real person, but I knew he was the reviewer for Ratatouille. You knew he was the reviewer for Ratatouille. That yeah. is specific. Yeah. And maybe concerning for a 25-year-old woman. Eliza, at your wedding, can instead of we invite James Marsden, can we invite the Ratatouille reviewer? I would rather the Ratatouille reviewer. Your wedding? To be honest. That would be way funnier. Um, anyway, we're at work with Catherine Heigl, and what is her job? Florist. Nope. Journalist. Hmm. Personal assistant to a Fuck. guy who runs a magazine. Okay, Clo- close, close to journalism, but a yeah. little more... Yeah, and she's his personal assistant, and she's in love with him. Mm. Ooh, she loves I George. I forgot about this. I forgot about this. Got she it, loves it, George. Um, but George doesn't even see her. And her friend, who we love, we love the friend, her friend is like, why, why don't you just, like, talk to him? You know, why don't you, like, go for a drink, whatever? And she's like, no, because he appreciates me for what I do. And then her friend says, what good is being appreciated if nobody's naked? A fact! A fact. But they're at uh, the bitch from t- apartment 23 or Jessica Jones or yeah. she's in loads of shit. I forget her name. Yeah, you know who I'm I talking know. about though. The one with the mouth. Yeah. The, eyes yeah, the and one the mouth. with the mouth and the really dark hair. Always yeah. the dark hair. Yeah. It's her yeah. engagement party and Catherine Heigl's brought her little sister Tess and I remember sister Tess. Tess what happens? What does her little sister Tess do? She's messy. She's so messy. Oh, Ooh, so she's, messy. Oh. oh, she's a sweet little hot blonde model. She's either a model or does something in fashion. 
But anyway, she's come to the party and she hits on George. And then we're 20 minutes in and we've hit our second montage of the evening because Catherine Heigl goes home and can't sleep because her sister is out on drinks. On drinks? Getting drinks? She's on drinks. She's high on drinks. She's high on drinks. You want anything right now? I'm on a couple drinks. I'm on a couple drinks. I think that is a thing. I'm on my this drink. I'm on my that drink. Anyway, you don't get high on drinks, yeah. but you do get drunk. No. Whoa, Eliza, expert <laughs> on narcotics over here. Who is she? Eliza's narcotics corner here to tell us the facts about drugs I and know alcohol. Everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she comes back in and. Catherine Heigl's like cleaning manically because she's sad that her sister's on a date with her boss whom she loves. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is when the sister surprises me because the sister is like, isn't that great? To like the fact that they're going for lunch tomorrow. And Catherine Heigl goes, that's great! And she says, I think so too, but not quite at that decibel. And the fact that she used the word decibel surprised me because they haven't really pitched her as the kind of girl that would use the word decibel. But decibel is volume, not pitch. I think she means both. Okay. I'll give but, it to her. But Test. I was leaning you can have it. towards, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we find out who, we find out some more shit about George because Catherine Heigl talks all lovey-lovey about him. And he says that mm-hmm. he started an eco-friendly philanthropic business before he was 30. But the business is a magazine about hiking. <laughs> He's saving the world. Climbs a lot of mountains. Listen, listen, babe, he's saving the world. (laughs) He has been on a mountain and had his photo taken. It's really powerful. World hunger, (laughs) over. Climate change, not real. So you know he's the best guy in the world because he loves his dog. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Go, George. And I can't remember how, despite the fact that I literally finished watching this movie 15 minutes ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, or 22 minutes into the podcast (laughs) yeah james marston somehow gets the file of facts back to i do remember he goes to the club and he gives Catherine heigl her file of facts back and she's like how did you know i would be here did you read my file of facts and he was like yes it was either this or your bikini wax on thursday uh ignoring the fact that like her address is on the front of it so he could have just like posted it to her mailed it to her can i buy you a drink and she goes no Goodbye. Good. Um, but then at work she realizes that he has written his name all over her file facts, which is kind of freaky. And then she calls him to get mad at him, and he answers the phone with the freakiest thing ever by going, Yellow. That's the freakiest thing ever? If someone answers the phone with yellow. Mm. What? That's your mm. red that is your red flag in this mm. movie. You have big red flag. The line. Mm. <laughs> yellow stealing mm. property Hang out. stalking Hang writing out. your name all over her schedule following her to where she is knowing her address and choosing to meet her all excusable answering the phone as yellow that's oh. the line oh big red flag marching <laughs> bands symbols all of it Incredible. never trust the man who answers the phone with yellow i'm you know oh, i'm exclusively be a going to answer you the phone like that no he must be a douchebag then you must yellow. be a douchebag i am yeah. hi nice to meet you not that high it's like a yellow oh yellow oh yeah that's stomach that's turning very um very b-movie energy i don't know why 
and Probably I hated the they baby. They say yellow a it lot. Turned my stomach. So this is. You're telling me you wouldn't date Barry B. Benson? Of course, I wouldn't date Barry B. Benson. I'm not Bridget Jones. Would you date Freddie Benson? I don't remember who that is. <gasps> Wait, I, I don't remember who that is. Girl. Oh, maybe <laughs> I did love Freddie Benson <laughs> when I was a youth. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. 12-year-old me would have definitely, like, held hands with Freddie Benson. And oh, my God. Really, like, bitch, that's, like, that's like third base and second grade. I know. It's really Ooh. powerful stuff. <sighs> anyway, he's like, uh, how do you afford to go to all these weddings? And how do you afford Wine of the Month Club? Which is a good point. If she gets all these people that she goes to the weddings of Wine of the Month Club for their wedding gift, that's mm-hmm. expensive. Anyway, he's like, let's go for a drink. And she's like, no, I don't want to go for a drink. I'm just calling you to say I'm mad at you. And he goes, okay, see you later. Um, and it's at this Weird point that move. I made the note of, why does he want to date her when he wants to just use her for a story? Like, why not be honest and be like, hey, I want to write a story on you. Your life seems interesting and I think people would want to hear about it. Why be like, let's go for a date. Let's go for a drink. I'm going to send you flowers and like turn up at your work event. Why not just say like, look, I saw that you go to a lot of weddings. I, think I write I for write a newspaper. About a lot of weddings. Because then would we be wouldn't cool. have the cinematic masterpiece that is Twenty Seven Dresses, Eliza. That's really true. Anyway, then we get introduced to Pedro. Do you remember who Pedro is? Mm, nope. Pedro is George, the boss man's little brother from the Little Pro- Brother program. <gasps> I do remember who Pedro is. And so begins the fascinating examples of why Tess sucks. Because Tess gets introduced to Pedro, and Pedro says, hey. And she goes, hola, Pedro. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. See, that's also a big red flag. The symbols. What, racism? marching band. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. It's up there with yellow. We've got blatant racism. Yeah. Believing that anybody named Pedro doesn't speak English. And also maybe it's like dumb that they need to speak really slowly. Yeah. Yeah. It's very and bad. And say answering the phone with yellow. Very bad also. Yeah. I'm not saying they're equally bad. Obviously racism is <laughs> worse, but only yeah. So good. Anyway, Tess continues to suck because they go to Pedro's baseball game and she just starts lying about her life. She pretends to be a vegetarian. She says she loves hiking. She says that she loves her dog, who she called Tori, but Catherine Hugg was like, the dog's name was Toby. And she's like, yeah, I had a lisp. And this is when Catherine Hugg goes, hmm, a lisp that makes you pronounce your B's as R's? And uh, this is when I noticed uh, Catherine Hugg really isn't that bad in this movie. This is maybe the best turn uh, we've seen from her. She's it's not the first one we've done this month. So. Yeah, but so far it's the best. Um... And it's 37 minutes, which means time for the third montage of the movie. Oh, (laughs) the flowers and romance montage slash the jealousy montage. Because George is sending loads of flowers and they're doing loads of flirts. And Jane is a jelly weed, jelly bean. Jealousy, jealousy. Oh, yeah, your oh, sister's yeah. so cool. She goes out every night with your hot boss. Yeah, she's living the life. She has a guy named Pedro and a dog named Tori, and she's gonna kiss him, and he's not Patrick Dempsey. Jealousy, jealousy. <laughs> anyway, 
Despite the fact that it's kind of confusing as to how long they've known each other, Boss Man proposes in a really over-the-top way with, like, a little sign that folds down that says, Will you marry me? And a little accordion player and a guitar player who's not playing anything because we can only hear the accordion. And a dog bringing in the ring on his collar. Which is just, like, not really fair on the dog. You should give a dog a say in whether or not he proposes. (laughs) You know? (laughs) What if, what if the secret love triangle is between her and the With dog? The dog. <laughs> the dog. Like, I really the think it's an unfair use of The dog her the ring, and she goes, oh my god, I do, and then gives yes. and kisses the man, and the dog's like, what? Yes. You just, but I, I just Arf. proposed to you, but our room. <laughs> that would be beautiful. We'd love Arf. that story. <laughs> That's the story we need and deserve. But instead, we get to go see Catherine Heigl and Tess's dad, who just gives the mom's wedding dress to Tess. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. talk to Jane first, doesn't go, mm-hmm. I don't know which of you want this, despite knowing that obviously Jane wants it. Um, yeah. And, like, just gives the dress to Tess, and Tess doesn't even say anything. And it's To be of- fair, her name rhymes with dress, so she does have claim. <laughs> Well, that is true. Jane and dress don't rhyme. We can't escape <laughs> exactly. that. Deal with now, that. if it was her mother's old plane, we'd be fine. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, she's inherited that on the will. Her, she has claimed yeah. it. It is a commonly known fact that you can only inherit things that rhyme with your name, which means I'm screwed because nothing rhymes with Eliza. Nothing rhymes with Helena. Campaigner. Nope. I was going to say Fryza. Macarena. That's the only word that rhymes with Helena. Well, thankfully, you'll get to inherit your mother's macarena for your wedding day. <laughs> Thank <drink>. God. <laughs> I was so worried the dog was going to get it. But thankfully, his name's Louie, and that only rhymes with, like, pooey and shit like that. So it's cool. He would love some. He's a dog. <laughs> he would love it. Um, so it's at this point that she's... Catherine Heigl's really upset, so of course she goes on a date with James Marsden, and he's like, why didn't you just say no to being your sister's maid of honor? And she's like, because I can't say no to anything. And he's like, let's play a game where you practice saying no. And she's like, okay. A good and game. he's like, it's a great name. And he's like, can I have $50? And she's like, no. Jane, please, give me $50. No. And he takes her hands and he's Jane, I really need you to give me $50. Please. And she goes, no. And then he goes, that was pretty good. Can I have your drink? And she goes, yeah, sure. And then they're like, ah! I got you! Oh! You don't understand. Boundaries are consent! Banter! Oh! oh! <laughs> Reckless banter alert. The flanter is off the charts on my flanter scale. Wow. Uh, then my next note just says, Tess sucks a bunch, which is true, but I don't remember <laughs> why I said it. Racism? Maybe it's the racism. <laughs> could be the racism. She could have also answered the phone with yellow. We yellow. won't know. <laughs> yellow. Um, oh, then they're discussing bridesmaids, and she says she won't have her cousin because she's so pregnant she'd throw off the whole aesthetic, which is a pretty shitty thing to say. And then she says, I don't have many girlfriends. I don't know why. Which is also pretty. That's the reddest of the flags. Okay, racism is the reddest of the flags. That's obviously still a red flag. That is a red flag. If we're ranking it, it goes along with girls. Other (laughs) women don't like me because I'm too beautiful. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so if we're ranking it, it goes racism, and then like a tiny set below that, answering the phone with yellow, and then like a normal no. size set below that is I do not saying that other women message. don't like you. This and that was from the mouth of Helena. Helena said that. It's interesting that you said that, Helena. I like that that's your philosophy on life. Um, I got asked today, by the way, if I was Canadian, so... <laughs> Who's speaking? Good. We'll never know. Um, <laughs> That's true. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We're both gonna. I'm. We're gonna point at each other, and we're both gonna say a word, and you have to guess who's gonna who's gonna who's saying. Oh it. shit! Okay. The word okay. is. <laughs> shh, everybody, shut up. <laughs> shut up for a second. Candle. Candle. Who said it first? Who, Who was said it? it second? Who was it? In the comments. This is the greatest bit we've ever done. <laughs> I know. You can only find out who said it by joining our Patreon. <laughs> hey, by giving us all of your money. <laughs> yeah. Endorse us financially. Us- we will also accept 27 dresses. Oh, yeah. Send me a copy of 27 dresses. That'd be good. Oh, I meant, I meant like, I want 27 dresses. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so... Tess then goes, you know what, you're right, mom and dad's wedding was perfect, so I'm going to have mom and dad's wedding, even though I know you wanted to have mom and dad's wedding. Whoa. And then doesn't even, like, think that her sister might be upset by that. And she's yeah, like, but that's also, cool, like, right? And her sister's like, Jane I didn't know over that that mom and dad's what wedding. you wanted. Because Jane's wedding obsessed, and, like, your yeah. one Tess knows that, and knows that, like, recreating her mom and dad's wedding is like really important to jane um and in fairness to jane jane goes i didn't know that that's what you wanted but all i want is for uh, you to be happy so if this is what okay. you want that's cool Go i off, just jane. didn't know we're cool, with that. Um, we're cool with that we're cool with jane um but we're not so cool with tess tess really does kind of suck mm-hmm. uh so then we're at the wedding cake shop and who should walk in but james marsden and she's like, uh, you're not Malcolm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm. I use a pen name so the crazy brides don't follow oh. me. And then she's like, okay, but I went for a drink with you and you didn't tell me that. So, like, you've lied to me. Who's and he's like, no, I didn't now. lie to you. I just didn't tell you what I write. And she's like, but you did lie to me. And, like, he kind of did lie to her and is still lying to her because he's not telling her that the reason why he agreed to review her sister's wedding is so that he could actually get dirt on... Catherine her. Yeah. yeah, her, and write about her. So he is lying to her. Why? Is my question. Who knows? Because he's a Gemini, Eliza. This is some Gemini shit. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. He's a Gemini. Well, we're at the exact halfway point of the movie. We're 53 minutes in, which means... <gasps> Yeah, look at the time. Time for the fourth montage of this movie. Montage! And it is the best montage. It's the dress montage. Yeah! It's where she puts on all the different dresses and James Morrison takes photos of her. And there's that bit where James Morrison comes out with a cowboy hat on and, like, does finger guns with the camera. It's very good. Hot damn. It's it's great. Uh, They have a little bit of flanter and a little bit of banter. And he's, like, asking her about why she's always a bridesmaid and, like, what about her special day and, like, what about her needs. And this, again, is a good moment of acting from her because he goes, don't you have any needs? And she goes, no, I don't. I'm Jesus. And it was, like, well delivered. So good job, Catherine Michael. Well done. Yeah. Um, He makes a cock joke. 
classic. Love it. We love Jesus. We love cock jokes. If there's anything about this podcast, it's those two things. Mm. And so, like, she's he's getting her to open up and like talk about her experiences and things like that. And she's on a little bit of a flow, talking about herself for once. And then he interrupts her by taking a flash photograph of her, and she like shuts up and stops talking. So it was like really stupid of him, but oh well. Um, (laughs) Bad journalism. Who could have guessed that the guy that writes reviews on weddings isn't the peak journalist? Who could have guessed that? He's. I mean, but he writes the best reviews on weddings. That's the thing. He writes the only reviews on weddings. (laughs) Yes. Also for this magazine, he's like the he's the only and one. The worst. Yes. Yeah. It's really stupid. Anyway, uh, Jane goes to go find Tess, and uh, Tess sucks again because she's put Pedro to work. Oh. And has him Tess. cleaning the apartment. Tess. But he's singing Shakira, and he's actually doing a great job. He's singing "Hips Don't Lie," and he's having a bop, and he's in tune, and it's a wonderful time. He's iron. No, he's not ironing. He's hoovering. Sorry, what? Shut up. I'm not going to say He's, it again. What is he doing? What chore is he doing, Eliza? Hoovering. <laughs> One more time for the folks at home. He's hoovering. There's just so much emphasis on the who. It's just, what? How do you say it? Hoovering? Hoovering? Oh, you say hoovering. 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 I think I say pretty normal. Hoovering. Okay. At least I don't say windmill. <laughs> Yes, but you could. And you're missing out. But which one of us said the mystery word first? I almost said it again, and then it might have been obvious. Um, Basically, Tess is too busy to go register for her own gifts, so Jane is going to do it. And she's going to take James Marsden along. And he's talking about how registering for gifts is dumb and is just part of the wedding industry and how the wedding industry sucks money and time and patience out of everyone and there's a huge markup on it and she's like you're just cynical and i'm like no on this one he actually is right that's a fact that's a fact yeah and it is fucky and twisted that being said Eliza's wedding industry will be live on our Patreon. Go buy things. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go get me things for my wedding. (laughs) Go get her a crock pot. (laughs) I don't actually have one. That'd be great. Get me a crock pot. Yeah. Yeah. some, like, nice tea towels. (laughs) Oh, that'd be lovely. My tea towels are all from pennies and they're falling apart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Eliza's wedding wedding registry doesn't fall under this. But James Marsden is right. (laughs) Yeah, James Marsden is really correct on that one. And then he slams her. He says, Against a wall? Not a marriage, a wedding. No, verbally. It's a verbal slam, not a physical slam. Listen. Listen. Hello. That's That's what what you want. want. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say. It's not bad. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. Lena wants a love party and not a marriage. Yes. I don't want to yeah. be legally bound to another. I don't understand why I need to involve the government. But you know yeah. what? I do want to involve a pretty dress and a party. Perfect. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't it make more sense to celebrate your connection with another person with a pretty dress and a party or the government? Which one makes more sense? I mean, I think they both make sense. I think whatever no! you want to do, do it. <laughs> no government. Yeah. No government. I want the tax None. break, man. That's fair. We love Give a tax break. Two tax break. <laughs> Um, and that Irish citizenship maybe Ayo. we love a green nah. card marriage not the only one we know 
Hey, oh, secrets. Secret <laughs> secrets. Um, but then we find out James Morrison has a tragic backstory. <gasps> Dead mom? He was married and then his wife left him for his old housemate. And that's oh. why he doesn't like marriage and weddings. Oh. He's been betrayed. Oh. Imagine she betrayed Jake him. Left you for you. Tom Patrick Coley. <laughs> oh fuck. Terrible. I'd be very concerned about his welfare. <laughs> very concerned about his welfare. <laughs> but then Captain Michael feels really bad because she invented that story and he was like, correct. And she's like, oops, I've read you for dead. So instead, do you want to like go put ugly things on my sister's wedding registry? And this is where they definitely cut a montage because you can see that it's about to go into one. And then and there's like they, a really... And then they're like, five is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're like, maybe not. Um... Uh, he doesn't want his boss, who, by the way, is Melora Harding, Melora Harding, Jan from The Office. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's her. Nice. Um, and he's like, I don't want you to run my story. And she's like, I like your story. I'm going to run your story. And he's like, just wait a week. And she's like, okay, I'll give you a week. Um, so we can tell he's got feelings. Oh, he doesn't want to publish this secret story that he hasn't told her about for some reason. Oh no! Oh, oh no! So he he goes to find her, assumingly to like tell her about the story, mm-hmm. but instead, what happens is he sees her at dinner with her boss, and he knows that she loves her boss, and so Ugh. he gets in the way of that by saying that he'll go on the road trip to look at wedding linens. Which, by the way, what are wedding linens? Is it tablecloths? I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't know. Girl, you gotta figure it out, though. <laughs> hmm. I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I don't think I'm gonna have a wedding linens wedding. If there's no linens at your wedding, I'm not going. <laughs> I mean, I'll bring you, like, a hanky and be like, this is your wedding linen, bitch. I'm going exclusively for the linens. <laughs> Why are you going to this wedding? Because it's your two best friends getting married? Nope! No, it's the linens. I just want to see what linen they choose. Yeah. It's really important to me. Um, I just really hope that they respect the Catholic Church and don't mix fabrics. <laughs> that would be... There shall be no respect of the Catholic Church wedding. <laughs> you can have premarital sex the moment before you get married. Who knows? But there will be no respect for the Catholic Church <laughs> Do you? I do. Hail Satan. (laughs) I do, Satan. Sorry, what? What? Dear Satan, I do. (laughs) Dear Satan, what I want for Christmas is... Is a marriage. Is a marriage. Um, Is for people to subscribe to our Patreon. Thanks, Satan. (laughs) Eliza, would you rather get married or have people subscribe to our Patreon? Put your hands together. (laughs) Wedding gift extraordinaire. Get married to our Patreon. <laughs> um, but it is time for the road trip that lives in my head rent free. Um, oh, they're fighting so all the way on the road trip. They're fighting so good. So good. about their ethics trip. on on weddings. Uh, James Morrison riffs on the word pal. He says pal a lot and it's funny. And then they crash. And this movie taught me what hydroplaning was, so thank you for uh-huh. that, 27 Dresses. Very important. Um, they both get out their flip phones, which is a really cool move, the coolest move maybe. Uh, and then get your asses ready, because it's Benny and the Jets and sex time. Betty and the Jets. Benny!
Um, but yeah, so they, they like bond and get to know each other a bit more. And she's like, you remember this wedding you wrote about? It made me cry. And he's like, I don't remember the wedding. And she's like, you have to remember the wedding. And then Benny and the Jets comes on. And she's like, oh, you're just saying you don't remember the wedding so that you can be all wounded and mysterious and sexy. And he's like, you think I'm sexy? It's okay. You can think I'm sexy. It's okay. And I'm like, it's always okay that people find you sexy. James you don't have to tell people that. Yeah, but, like, other people also, like, you don't have to tell anyone that it's okay to find you sexy. You're sexy. <laughs> this is coming from me. Hey, we're zen right now. I see you, and you're sexy. Unless you're a child, <laughs> then you're not. Unless you're a child, but this is probably not a show But if you're over 18, if you're a child, you maybe shouldn't be listening to this. You may we... be entitled to compensation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. We'll pay for your therapy if it's not too expensive. Yeah, we'll pay for your therapy as long as you subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, subscribe to our Patreon so we can pay for your therapy. Uh, anyway, Benny. then he starts singing. And remember him in Enchanted? He did singing. Oh, and everyone so in the bar is loving it because they're singing Benny and the Jets and they're getting all the words wrong. And it's time for my quiz. Lena, what are the words to Benny and the Jets? She's got electric boots, a mohair suit. You know I read it in a magazine. Oh, oh, oh. Papa Benny and the Johns. Fuck. Um, can you, do you know any other words? Um, yeah, how's it start? Other than the chorus. How's it start? Hey, kids. Nope, 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 the spotlight's hitting something. It's been known to change the weather. We'll kill the fatted calf tonight, so stick oh. around. You're gonna hear electric music, solid walls of sound. Say, Candy and Ronnie, have you seen them yet? <laughs> nope. Ah, oh, but they're so spaced out, but Benny and the Jets. Ah, oh, but they're weird, and they're wonderful. Oh, Benny, she's really keen. She's got electric boots. I'm on a suit. You know, I read it in a magazine. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I was just seeing if anybody else knew the Catherine words to Benny. Catherine. 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 And Coach Baldwin. Oh, hashtag Catherine, Catherine, and the coach. I am manifesting this to the stars. Um, okay, I'm gonna speed through the rest of it because we all know yes. what happens. They're fucking in a car during a rainstorm. And it's all because he helped her off the coyote ugly dance that they were doing on the counter. Love and it. he says to her, I cried like a baby at the Keller wedding. And that makes her shift the face off of him. Uh, whoa. Not only did they fuck in a car during a rainstorm, he then brings her coffee in the morning, he calls her sunshine, and he organized the tow truck. So, like, what a dream. Oh, anyway, uh, then he finds out, because they're at a, like, calf waiting for the tow truck yeah. and the lady's like you're the girl from the article and oh, the article's been published published it and she's ashamed oh. and he doesn't know Laura Harding didn't agree to wait a week oh, no. ah, she's betrayed the enemy. once again anyway I really understand why she's super upset about this because like, that's fair it's really her. fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked up. And he had so many opportunities to tell her, and he just didn't. Yep. So, like, I get it. Tess is a little bitch about it, though. Tess is like, you ruined my wedding! Because when he wrote about you, he made me seem like a bridezilla! And he's not sympathetic at all. Her friend is a good friend. Her boss is a good friend. He's like, 
I called you in here to check if you're okay, not to like give you shit about this oh, article being written about sweet. you. He's like, that guy's an asshole. He fucked you over. Like, he's a good guy. Anyway, she's really sad because her and Kevin aren't friends, oh. and her sister's being a little bitch. Oh. And then her sister ruins her mom's wedding dress by cutting it all to shreds and only oh. keeping like this much of it. And so she's really mad about that. So then she ruins their engagement party by doing a montage where. She basically shows all of Tessa's lies and Ooh. reveals that Tessa's making Pedro work for her. I remember so this PowerPoint is, presentation. Yeah. The TED Talk to of the, all TED Talks. To remember me and you, I do. Yeah. I think about it every night. Yeah. And then it's like her eating hamburgers and shit. Yeah. And like partying with loads of guys yeah. and never hiking and yeah. making Pedro do housework. Anyway, uh, she's really upset her sister's really upset the wedding gets called off her friend is like if that was the right thing to do you'd feel better right now do you feel better right now and she's like no No. and then kevin's there and kevin's like i'm really sorry that that happened i thought it was boss of you to like take control of your life for once and she was like shut up i just ruined my life without your help i don't need you here right now and he's like okay but i came here tonight because for the first time in ages i've wanted to be somewhere be there for someone because i knew (gasps) this night would be hard for you and he's like but don't worry i'm gonna get out of your life forever you'll never see me again respect your boundaries i bought you a new file of facts goodbye it's the real end of the world everyone's really sad we're at one minute for one hour 45 minutes we get another montage where she throws away all of her dresses and then her and her boss (gasps) he kisses her and then they kiss again and she's like "Mm, no both of them are like "Mm." This doesn't... No sparks. No. Right. Uh, you know, like that bit in The Princess Diaries 2? Yes, I know the exact spot that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Oh, none. For you? No, yeah, nothing no, for me no. either. No, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then she's like, when you kiss, it should feel like... And then her phone goes, burning on the dress. <laughs> and he'd like, put her phone to play Benny and the Jets whenever yeah. she gets a call. And she's like, oh my god, this is what it should be like. So she jumps in a taxi, and it's Ziggy again! And she's like, sorry, Ziggy, just the one dressed this time. And the music is triumphant af, and she jumps onto a boat, because somebody's getting married on a boat. I love this boat scene! And she she lands, which is great. She jumps from the pier, she makes it onto the boat, she doesn't fall, and then she takes a step and she falls. Classic comedy! Hilarious! Um, and there's a really funny moment where, like, clearly the people, the extras didn't have lines, and then they'd, like, overdub dialogue afterwards. Yeah. Because f- she falls, and everyone's like, okay, like, mumbles mm-hmm. while she's just like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And yeah. then you just really loudly over everything else here, hey, Darla, come here. Which <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> and then the bride's like, you're the girl from the article! And she's like, yep, that's me. I'm here to get a boy that I love. So classic, the bride helps her make a speech. Yay. And the bride's like, we get a follow spot on Kevin. And now I'm going to say, I'm going to see if this makes you fall in love with me, Helena. Okay. I'm looking like, deeply into my soft, computer screen. I want to get some soft strings going. Where you can just do, the, do that in pose. Do soft strings in pose. Okay. Soft strings. Enter soft strings right, right now. Kevin? <laughs> yes. I've been waiting my whole life for the right guy to come along. And then you showed up. And you're nothing like the man I imagined. You're cynical, and cranky, and impossible. But the truth is, fighting with you is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I think there's a good chance I've fallen in love with you. So that's it. That's all I have to say. So I'll go now. What a 
terrible romantic speech. That's the big... She jumped on a boat to say, there's a good chance I could be in love You're with you. You're cranky and Not cynical, I'm in love with you. But I think maybe I... There's like a chance. <laughs> yeah. But I'll go now. And then she goes up to him and she's like, ah, so... Uh, and he just says, get over here. Uh, and then they shift. And then they make out. And then some smooth... This song plays. Wait, I've got it here for you. Do you know this one? No. You know this song? I know this song because I've seen you know 27 Dresses, but... Yeah. It's uh, Corey and Bailey Ray, you know? Oh, I do Girl, love... Yeah. 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 I listened to her entire discography literally yesterday. Yeah, so you would have heard this yesterday. So I would have heard this yesterday. You're right. Yeah, great song. Anyway, then they get married on a beach. They have a beach wedding. She doesn't have a wedding at all like her mother's. Wow. And when she comes, oh, there's like a whole subplot where they're both like, my favorite part of a wedding is looking at the groom when the bride comes in. Because uh, <laughs> everyone always turns to look at the bride, but they're like, look at the groom. He looks so happy and in love. And so like when she comes in immediately at Pants to James Morrison, he looks totes emotion. And that's the movie. Wow. That's the first Catherine Heigl movie that we've done. And Eliza. the time that I've been talking about it, it's gotten dark. <laughs> that's and true. my life. <laughs> and your my heart. Mind. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Speaking of darkness, I've got a quiz for you that has exactly 27 questions, Eliza. And it's to find out where you should get married. Um, this could actually be helpful because me and Jake Miss Bellward is getting married in 2023, we think, maybe. Um, So we we need to find out where she's going to get married. And the only way to do that is by finding out if Eliza will wear this dress. It is... Catherine Heigl in, like, the strapless olive green dress with the, like, mermaid tail. Yes, no, hard pass. pass. Hard pass. Um, the cotillion dress with the parasol. Oh, the, like, Gone with the Wind one? Yeah. I'd wear a plain dress up, but not to get married in. We put it, you, I gave you a yes. The, like, ugly peach one with the flowers on the shoulders? Uh, yes, because it twirls nicely. It does twirl nicely. Um, the kimono, the culturally appropriate one. No. Oh, there's a line in that that I didn't read because it made me uncomfortable, but he says you have to show me the Benny Hanna one, which does not age well. Oh, Go on. God. The blue yeah. lacy one? No. The pink one with the puffy shoulders and the no, weird handbag? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's no. a hard pass for Lily Lai. I can't, d- I can't G-puff. The green puffy one with the black gloves? Uh, Yeah, sure, why not? I like the color. The suit. Say yes to the dress. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, the yes. one with the top hat. Oh sure. Yeah. Go on. Why not? I like a top hat. We love a top hat. Pink and yellow one. No, I can't wear yellow. It brings up my witch undertones. The all yellow one. <laughs> no. <laughs> the uh super short pink one. Yes. I'm a tiny woman. I can wear short yes, dresses. I got no legs. The um, red pinky one with the strawberries? I don't remember it, but it sounds cute when you describe it like that. It's okay. I think I'm thinking of like a very different dress in my the, head. Uh, the baby pink satiny one with the flower crown. No. No. The blue one with the flowers on top. No. The super frilly one where she's on the horse. No. <laughs> The underwater one. 
No. <laughs> the uh, one at her friend's wedding with the purple and the ugly collar. What, the goth one? Yeah. Mm, yeah, sure, why not? Oh, it's, you will get married in three years? I mean, maybe. who knows, financially speaking. Maybe I said the title of this wrong. Maybe it's when you're going to get married yeah. and not where you're going to get married. Not where. But the well, that's not very helpful to three me because years. I know that I am going to get married. I just need to know. Where you're going to get married. When. You fucked me over. You've screwed me over. And I think the podcast must end here okay. because I can't trust you anymore. That's fair. <laughs> because lies and you slander. You betrayed me. And I hope that you feel sorry. I hope you're happy. But don't be happier. <laughs> I hope you're okay. <laughs> but, uh, wow. yeah. <laughs> you're a traitor. I've betrayed you. Yeah, and that's not enough for me. And Eliza's gotta go. For you, but it's not enough for me. Get her driver's license. Yeah, I gotta go teach a six year old. Bye! <laughs> Goodbye! Is that good? Was that fun? All right. Love you guys. All the very best. Where are you guys at? Where, where, are, you, where are you located? When, when am I on the show? Let's go.